Okay. Um, <laughs> try not to sound tired. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the football chat room. Um, we are sorry we couldn't. Um, yeah. So I was not feeling so great last week. So there's that. Um, also, yeah, I was sorry about that. Um, this week we will talk about a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff has been happening in transfer window. As always, Precious is here with me. Hello, Precious. Hello, Chimedu. Happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. Artificially injecting excitement into my voice. You know? Yes, it has to be. I mean, thank you to you becoming. I mean, we have to. So, yeah, um, we have a lot to talk about. Um, of course, there is Manchester United on the menu. Um, there's a lot of content around United and we're United fans, so there's also that. Um, there is Paris Saint-Germain on the table. There is um, Bayern on the table. Bayern are interested in Kyle Walker. Bayern also wants Harry Kane. Bayern are also somewhat interested in Sofian Amrabat. So, there's a lot to talk about concerning those clubs. Um, we will also look at Rasmus Hoyland. And so... Let's just get started from um it's going to drag a little bit um talking about Hoyland to work. Precious. Yeah, I think I think we we could start from Hoyland, right? <clears throat> so um I think he's a player that that looks very exciting, the way he plays, when the defenders, uh I think I think he would be a good signing for United, right? Especially for the future. I think he's twenty, right? He's twenty yeah, years old. Twenty. He's twenty. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good signing for United if he eventually pay the fee. Um, you know, he's he could be somebody that you know that fills that role for for years to come, right? And the way he plays, I think he already has. You know some of the tools that would be required to play um, <clears throat> as a modern day forward, especially with this with this funny offside rule that they are they are testing out in Italy. <laughs> no, the, I I I I'm all respect to Asenvenga. The rule is nonsense, and I don't think he's going to. Yeah, it's pass. it's crap. But if they ever do it, if they ever do it, then you, you, your team has to play has to play with those rules. Yeah, but I mean, I I think there's I I don't know, but I think there should be a way for people to vote and decide because that rule is straight up ridiculous. Anyway, um, I want us to look at the tools you mentioned. Yeah, um, now we will look at Rasmus Hoyland in terms of um technical ability. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of strikers don't have technique. We'll look at technical ability. We'll look at very importantly, movement. Um, we will look at pace. We'll look at strength. We'll look at finishing. And for me, the final thing I love the most is a striker's aptitude to score. Now, basically, it's I love strikers who are willing to do whatever it takes to score. Now, let me explain this to you. There was a game in the Champions League, Napoli. I cannot remember the position. In that game, Victor Simmons scored a goal. 
and he lay down there injured. <laughs> like so he basically injured himself to score. So that's a trait that I love so much in strikers. Um so yeah, we'll look at all of these things. First of all, finishing, technique, um positioning, getting into the right space to score, making very beautiful runs. I saw one very beautiful run today, very awesome run. Um strength which covers physicality. And so where where do we start from? Um let's start right from um uh uh-huh. Okay, just some yeah. stats. Okay. Okay. You, you no, no, continue, continue. Okay. So um Rasmus Rasmus Highland en- ended the season with twenty goals last season. In all competitions, of course. Um now if you consider is that Marcus Rashford ended the season with thirty three goals. He ended the season with um, 30 goals, yeah. So, in this year, Rasmus Hoyland had very limited minutes, by the way. I think he had about just over 140 minutes per goal contribution in the league. So, yeah. So, this puts the fact that he scored nine goals into perspective. Yeah. But in all competitions, he scored 20 goals in minutes equivalent to 31.790 minutes. So, yeah. Basically, he played 1.7 full games and scored 20 goals and some assists to his name. I don't have those exact numbers. He scored quite a goal, quite a number of goals for his country. Um, he's, I think he's Danish. Yeah, he's Danish. Yeah. So he scored quite a number of goals for his country. Now, these took him to 119 minutes per goal contribution, which is a very good, um, a very good ratio to have. And also important to note that United have people that will create in midfield yeah we have just brought in missing mount so basically everybody who plays midfield for united is a very direct player um there is missing mount there is bruno fernandez there's casimiro while he's a defensive midfielder casimiro is very progressive i just i saw his start i think last two weeks casimiro attempted more forward passes than rodrigo the defensive midfielder of manchester city so precious let's just straight up look at a couple of things Let's start with pace. Yeah, I think he he's really fast. I think that's already that's already well known. Yeah. yeah, that he's very fast, and he's also very physical, right? Not he's not imposing, right? But I think he is strong while running, right? And let me give you an example, right? Mbappe is an example of somebody that is very strong while running, right? Mm-hmm. And Haaland is. Very, yes, yes. They are very strong while running. Now, and that means that they, they are a threat when they are running from wide, right? They are not, they're not scared of contact, per se, right? So that, that is why, that is why, to put it into perspective, right? That's why Anthony looks so slow because he is not strong. So, you know, he really he cannot run directly to the goalpost, right? And if if, if he catches a show, that that's the end of the counter, right? So, mm-hmm. but there are other players that you you would have to follow them right to get the ball when they are running, right? So now, like, uh, uh. Fair enough, right? 
it's an attribute to their speed, right? These players, but also, you know, there are players that are just they, they, you know, they build their balance, especially when on so when when Salah is cutting in, right? You know how strong he is. Like he could, he can hold up somebody like Ruben Diaz and get the shot off, right? So like it doesn't mean that he's physically dominating, right? But it means generally that he he's just strong. He's strong like on on the ball. So one thing that you didn't mention is he doesn't have really great control, right? Yeah, so he it's doesn't, he doesn't it's under technique. We'll go into technique just. After, yeah. So so, he's quick. He's strong, relatively. Yeah. Uh, which other thing are we checking? Which other? We which also other want to look very. I, I think the, what I read the most is movement, off the ball movement. Squad. Yeah, he has he has great off the ball movement. He has he has an eye for being in dangerous in dangerous position. Like he could. He could play in the box. That's what I mean. Like he could, he could really play in the box. And you know, the same way that, the same way that Haaland does, right? But I don't think it's to the same level, right? Nowhere yeah. near. But, but you know, there is a player in there. Like he, he has the tools to do that. And you, you know, like with the limited number of games that he has played this season, he has showed that, you know, he probably would be able to, you know. Perfect this style of play, right? He's really good off the ball. Like he makes these runs between the centre back and the full back really well, right? And, and very, very important. And the quick, the quick turn of pace is also something that he does. He does very well. Like I'm, I'm just you saying, know? you could be very good off the ball, but not know how to stay on side, and that's a red flag. But it's not the case with Ireland. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we when we talked about Darwin Nunes, I think he. A while ago, I think it's almost, almost, almost a year ago because he was linked to United, and we talked about him. And we complained bitterly how that Nunes just could not keep himself on side, despite making very, very great runs into the box. And that's something that um, people should look at when they want to sign a striker or um, when their club is interested in a striker. The fact that. This player knows how to stay on side. That's a very special trait that I think Rasmus Hoyland has. Um, now talking about his control, um, first touch is not so great. But the funny thing, Hoyland actually dribbles, <laughs> which is very weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> he does dribble, yeah, and it's like yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's, go- he's a good dribbler, especially when he's running. Yeah, and it's and so there was one time I had someone and. I'm like, there are players that dribble for the sake of it, and then they are very efficient dribblers. Now, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, there is um, Mohamed Salah on the efficient side. There is Kylian Mbappe on the efficient side. Now, Mbappe is a little aesthetic. There is Anthony on the aesthetic side. Now, basically, the efficient dribblers dribble only, well, mostly when it will lead to a goal. And so, what you're doing, and it's very important for any striker, any player who wants to be a good attacker, Rasmus Hoyland has, sorry about that, 
has a really, really huge eye for goal. Now, basically, he keeps his head down, literally, when he runs. Like, he has tunnel vision. I am going to score. And whatever <laughs> score, if I have to dribble this man to score, I will score. And if and only if I have to dribble, if I don't have to dribble, I'll not dribble. And I am going to score. And that's a very great trait as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, um I think I think he he has flair, right? He has flair, you know, people the way people apply their dribbling is quite different. You yeah. Know? But you know, just having that flair there yeah, just means that you could try something. You get like it's not just uh, you meet a roadblock to come back, right? So and and flair is not it's not something that applies only to dribbling. It, yeah. It makes a player more liable to try to just you know take a shot, right? When the opposition is not expecting it, right? When you know a low a low um, chance effort. Right, that could just go go off for them, right? So now, uh, when you, when you talk about Flair, for example, like I will use the player that I think I probably watched the most, right? Since <laughs> I started watching football, which is Ronaldo, right? Very good example. He has so much Flair, like even till now, right? He can he can try something, but it doesn't mean that you know he's really. He's really great at dribbling anymore, right? But you'd probably just see, you know, like a leg over here and there, even if he's not beating anybody. But that's just part of his game, right? He's a flair player. He's going to try something. He's going to try to control the ball in a skillful way. You know, one of those things. You see when you're watching players like, let's say, Neymar, right? Now, when it comes to dribbling and dribbling style, let's say, Ronaldo does not control the ball very well. I don't know if you've noticed when he's when he's running with the ball. He doesn't control it very well. He keeps it in front. Same as Gareth Bale, right? When they run with the ball, they keep it in front. They don't they don't really control the ball well, right? So they their dribblings are not mostly based on you know body movement. It's more of a you know look at my leg, look at my feet. Yeah, what you, you know, can do with your legs. Uh-huh. Look at my feet, kind of stuff. So. Now, then they are the ones like the Messi kind of people that Real they Marek, mostly use body things. Yes. Now, Neymar is like a good combination of both. Yeah. Right? But, yeah. but, uh, uh, but the Brazilian style, mostly because of the Brazilian style. You see with Vinicius, when he's running, you know, he keeps the ball in front. But when he comes close, he can use his body also, right? And mostly it's because of build, right? If you... If you're if if you're physically dominant, you see the bales of this world, right? Bale was not very big, but he was quite physical. That's why you see him good in the air, right? Acrobatics, all those kind of stuff. They are quite physical players, you get and it comes at a cost. You can't move your body as efficiently as you would want it to, right? It's more of a direct motion than a kind of a windy motion you get. They are always very direct in their movement, right? But then they have explosiveness. You get they have explosiveness when they you know when I don't know if you know if you know the Ronaldo chop like that chop that he normally does before he shoots right so that's yeah. just basically I move the ball quickly and I explode and yes. miss the ball so that is the kind of player that 
Hoyland is, right? That is that's his profile, right? Just a quick dash of I'm more explosive than you, right? So I can try something and get something off, right? You also see it with Rashford. Right? Rashford is another example, right? There are players that rely on their explosiveness to get if they can get you to just you know dull for a moment, they can now take off, right? Something like that. So but I, I don't think there's anything wrong about these two styles, right? Not, yeah. None is actually better. It's about application, right? Yes, yes. The team that you're playing in, how you guys are set up, right? And then, you know, making use of those those abilities that you have, right? And and all that. Like, I feel like flair is very important for a player. Like, you, you might not see it, obviously, in players, but Hurricane, but his flair shows in his technique, right? He's somebody that he's probably going to try and pull off a shot that nobody thought he was going to score, right? He might not be doing level back, right? But if he needs to do something to score, right, he will probably try it. Yeah, so I think Hoyland has that, has that ability, right? He has the ability to, to be that player. Yet I think he is, I think he's very good physically. Right, his body is well, you know. Another player that uh, I think we should look out for, right, is Rashford. If Rashford gets his game together, Rashford is a beast, right? If you check body proportions, right, he's the right size, not too big, right? But you can see that he has grown into his frame. Yes. Right. Yeah. I was watching him in preseason. I was just players I, that I was has, just talking to someone today, and I was like, I, I mean, he, he, you. I, I, I like to use um, Cristiano Ronaldo, the perfect example of a player who exemplifies what physicality should be. You're not as big as Adama Traore, but you are yeah. not as small as Georgine Ho. Yeah. You have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the... Just in right between. And explosive team. enough. Yes. So, I think... I think... I think something that we could see, right? I think... Rashford and Hoyland, like, could work perfectly, right? Like, that threat in behind, like, I think even, like, a two-man attack, you get if you really need goals. Yes. Right? Like, even against big games, you know, the same threats that we used to have when Martial still had pace, right? And, and it was Martial and Rashford, you know, and then we kind of tried to play on the break in the big games. So generally like I feel like Ten Hag is the guy you get I think he plays he plays some play, he plays players according to their strength. Right? So when he bought Wegos like <laughs> Wegos was you know like he, he played <laughs> Wegos, right? And no matter how you try to look at it, it worked in some games, right? It worked yeah. in the game against Barcelona. Right, because who who would think that we, we, we could beat the La Liga champions, right? Bro, so... you had the guts. <laughs> I mean, there was there was someone yeah. that when when we signed Vaz Vegas, someone on a WhatsApp group Amon was like, Imagine pulling up at the camp now and Vaz Vegas is your starting striker. Oh well, that yeah, was we did it. We did it. Right? No matter how you look at it, it works. Like if you would play players according to their to their strengths, right? Like, I think if, if 
he can make an honest assessment. You get he tried Anthony as he can. Right? Like he's just he's the he's the guy that would he would try you. You get he would he would try to play you according to your strengths. If if you have abilities that are capable of you know abilities that are capable of changing games, you get like um, why we're still on this topic of United, I know we deviated a lot. We would need to come back to the past, right? But yeah, before we, we switch from that. People are sleeping on Jaden Sancho, right? I think he's a player that is that is being slept on, right? Unless he doesn't get chances. But yeah, and that I boy, think, that boy I think, has talent. I don't think Sancho we should is, tell him Sancho is anytime dying. soon. I, I mean, I I don't think you you know I have defended Sancho so much that people think I have an agenda for Sancho. Yeah, but I know. I know talent when I see talent. Now, the, the thing about Sancho is, Sancho is the kind of player, you talk about flair player, Sancho is a flair player, and his own flair is, I'll give you an example, I'll, I'll give you an example, Mason Greenwood, yeah, when mm-hmm. they were talking about Mason Greenwood, Ole said he will not play Greenwood as a striker, because Greenwood is not willing to, in his own words, in Ole's own words, Greenwood is not willing to break his nose to score a goal. Now, Sancho is that kind of player, yeah. That I don't know. <laughs> I just got him smash player. Like he is so good that he can be so relaxed on the ball and all that. And very importantly, yeah. Um my friend, yeah, plays um plays I think he manages a team and then on FIFA of course. And then when he plays the games, he does not do anything. So basically, there was one time I saw, I saw a, um, I saw a tweet, and just get this man some runouts. Like that's how Sancho is. Sancho works very well, and that's I also have to point out that that's how Anthony is. Yeah, Sancho works very well when there is an overlapping fullback for him. Now those combinations are so awesome, and that's why I think now problems. Yeah. Are or... Like it, it doesn't have to be a fullback, right? Depending on how you and overlapping because, player generally. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it could it could be, it could be right. It could be because sometimes Sancho likes to hug the wrist, right? He does it on the left, he does it on the right, right? So it's just, it's just like a forward run per se, right? Yeah. It could be an underlap or an overlap, right? But somebody that makes forward runs around him, right? And if he can't make that pass, he would dribble, right? But he's not the kind of guy that is just going to... He doesn't have the explosiveness, right? To just, without any movement around him, dribble into the ball, right? That's not his game. But I think he's, like, he he has, like, perfect composure, right? I don't think he's, he's ever being rushed. The right, right? right weight of... Of past, in fact, self. Yeah. Sometimes where I was yeah. so angry with. Well, I'll give you one example. Yeah. In there was this game, FA Cup. I think FA Cup quarterfinals. United versus Fulham. United are losing. Have a counter attack. Antonio and Sancho up. Anthony squares the ball to Sancho. I expected an immediate shot. Now, what Sancho does? Sancho traps the ball. Yeah. Clears the Fulham yeah. defender. So Sancho had. Sancho was basically clear on goal, a very clear line on goal. And then he shoots the ball. And William has to use his hand to block the ball from getting into the post. Another example, yeah. 
in the game against Newcastle, sorry, I'm mean, against Liverpool, the, the game we won, where that pass was played to Sancho, I was so scared that Sancho was going to because, like, basically, when he got the ball, I expected a shot, but he took his time so much that he he shifted Allison to one side. Then Milner came. He removed Milner. And then had a clear line of goal as well. And it's happened a couple of times. Even sometimes where I expect him to shoot and then he passes the ball. But yeah, the problem with Sancho, I think if Sancho does not deliver this season, we'll get sold. Quite frankly. If he doesn't what? Deliver this season. Yeah, like, but it's going to be hard, you know, because Rashford is on the left, Antony is on the right. I think <laughs> I don't I don't think he's set up to even he would need to like he would need to do like a very, very good job. Right? Somebody that needs to watch out, right, this season is actually Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony needs to watch out because okay now on the issue of Sancho, we now have Diallo too. Right? Diallo is is going to try and fight. His place, I think he should be kept. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think he, I think he could play well for Ten Hag the way he likes to play, right? Because Diallo was like a ten at at Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah, so he's going to he's going to be an inverted winger perfectly, like and you know try to occupy those spaces right in the center, leaving room for the. Back to but I think mine is going to be very exciting next season. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um, so I don't, just... I don't want to hear something like Diallo being sold because that happened with no, James no, no, Ghana, no, no, like no, I couldn't no. understand that. Am I not going to get sold? I know, yeah, I mean, even if even if you know, Sunderland trying to make a beat, you, and yeah. then there's Pelestri too, yes, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, actually, just, like... I, I actually, I actually don't think Pelestri will make it at United, sadly. Yeah, and I don't think it's because I don't think he he he's had a chance. Yes, like all exactly. his years here. Yeah. I think I think I don't think he's had a chance. Had a chance. Yeah, because this is, this is what happens. Uh, this is what happens when you're at a club that is desperately looking for results. Right? Yes, exactly. There's really no, exactly. there's really no structures to look into your development. No, no, because Man City, they want to win the league. So, cup games, the small boys will play, right? They want mm-hmm. to win the league, so they don't really care too much about the cup, right? But at United, you know, we saw Ten Hag playing a full, yes. a full strength okay. sport, like, across all competitions, yeah. right? So, you, people you like Pelestri, I think, I think, though, next season, there will be, I think, just after now, we'll leave United, talk about other transactions, and then leave United. Um, talks about talk about something about going on, but I think um there there will be rotation next season for United. I think I think I think Ten Hag will go for another trophy. Yeah, I I think they had desperately wanted to win a trophy in his first season and end droughts. So just about Hoyland now a weakness that we have noticed. Hoyland doesn't have very good control of the ball, as most strikers actually. I mean, Haaland Haaland is, of course, I'm always going to say. Personal preference, I'm I'm leaning towards Ellen Haaland because I like his mentality and everything. We'll talk about Kylian Mbappe on this episode. Where personal preference, I'm leaning towards Ellen Haaland. But Mbappe is a better player, definitely. 
So Amhara does not have very good control. Osimen does not have very good control. Rasmus Hoyland does not have very good, very good control of the ball. So that's it on Hoyland. Um, United, other transfer news, Frederico Rodriguez could get sold to Fulham or to Saudi Arabia. He has also switched agents. Yeah. So it's, I mean, Bruno Andrade, who I trust for Brazilian news, is saying that he's one step away from leaving the club. Um, there's also <laughs> ridiculous um, news that came out today. United don't say how Harry Maguire because outside the replacement, that'll be an upgrade. Yeah, I don't want us to go into this, but let's just um, now there's news, I think, news that I think will start from the later part of this week. Um, Zion Suzuki, so much as a backup keeper, you need to watch the boy. He's basically a younger version of Anana. And I'm not even joking. <laughs> so yeah, Phil Quarter is Sorry. five million pounds. Yeah. So I think I think um the hair has left. I think what will happen is Andrew Anana comes in as the you, think, you think the gear has left. I know the gear has left. Um <laughs> Dean Henderson should get sold and from there. Quoted fee is about 30 million pounds. From there, United should get the 5 million to buy Suzuki. So that is on United. We'll talk about Bayern Munich and then PSG Drama Drama Club. Anyway, um, Bayern Munich have basically signed Kim Min Jae. Um, Bayern Munich are interested, as we have mentioned, in Sufyan Amrabat. The links are not concrete as of yet. Um, <laughs> a concrete link is that Bayern Munich wants Kyle Walker. Precious has some very strong opinions on that. Bayern Munich also wants Hurricane. They have beat today. Well, you'll be listening to this on Tuesday, so we're recording on Monday. But they have beat today 80 million euros, including add-ons. That's very poor. And of course, Spurs will reject. The intention is that they will reject. So yeah, Precious, what are your thoughts on Bayern Munich, the transfer window and everything else happening around the club? Um... I think, I think Bayern Munich. I, I I don't really know what they are doing, but I think Kimmich is a good is a good signing, especially after they've lost Lucas Hernandez. You know, yeah, Lucas signing, is off to PSG. Yeah, signing Kimmich is is great for them, and uh, but I don't understand Walker. I really don't understand <laughs> Walker because I was especially trying to do. Like, you know, yeah, like having him make that switch, right? I would be thinking if he was to leave my city to be Saudi Arabia, like, you know, get that money before before you hang it up. So, but I don't know, you know, Germany is a whole new different challenge, right? Like, at that age, right? And Man City is safe. Walker has fought for his place at Man City, right? Because there was a time when he was out of favor, right? But I think his qualities are hard to ignore, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a okay, right back. Like it's just like it's just like when Ten Hag had to had to quietly resort back to Wambisaka. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Kyle, at Kyle least Walker you're sure of something of the Ogudalo and Wambisaka in one player. Mm, I don't know. I don't think the Ogudalo is. Ogudalo is not is not exceptionally 
explain any kind no, of no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying they're exceptional, yeah, but I'm saying the qualities you would want to look for. You would want to, you want, you want a fullback that knows his onions going forward, and then who, a very good one, you want defender. He's not, he's not very good going forward. That one guy is not very good going forward. Yeah, he's not. He's good. No, he's, I, he's not. I mean, he's, he's, he's quick. He is quick, but he's not good going forward. Like holding the ball in attacking areas. Get like yeah no he I mean he does not have to because he's playing an inverted fullback role, but he does the job. He does not have to. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, right? When when Walker plays, right, for Man City, John Stones is the one that steps into midfield. Like you see, John Stones closer to the ball, closer to the attacking area. Now you would see Walker. Right? Walker is just he's just incredibly fast, but he doesn't retain the ball. Right? He doesn't dribble it well. Probably a layoff and cross would work, right? But you know, most people don't want to give the ball away like that. They want to create chances that are high value chances. Right? Anyway, um by so, okay, okay, just go on. So just, I think just... I think his strengths would be defensive, right? Not yeah, not only defensive, but well, majorly. He's not. He's not ability. bad. He's not. He's not bad attacking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. That's why I said not only defensive, right? But you know that that is what he's really good at. Right? He's really good one v one defending. He has recovery pace, right? So you you're insulated from counter attacks. <laughs> So yeah, no, not like it was in ever in any contention though. But we know that Bayern are going to win the league next season. So Definitely. That's why. That's why we are going straight to Bayern's um striker situation. Now Bayern will most likely sell Sadio Mane. Bayern will want a striker. Bayern wants Harry Kane. Now, if I'm Kane, I'm I'm going to. I mean, I reports are that he wants to stay in the Premier League and break Alan Chara's record. Which is very reasonable, but brother, you have to touch some trophies, man. Just go to buy that. At least you're <laughs> <laughs> I saw Kisley Coma's trophies, bro. Like Kisley Coma has has he not has, has not played a trophy last season he since he was fourteen. In every season he has played, every season. I think he has like 29 now. I think yes. he has 29. I mean, he looks still 26 and years old. Do you know the funny thing? He won, <laughs> he won, he won all the major leagues. I think, like at a very young age. <laughs> yeah, and so the World Cup he, too. Yeah, he's he many the Premier League now. Sorry. He's many the Premier League. Yes, yes. He was, he was, <laughs> he was a Juventus player, and then he won the league with them. Next, he went on. He goes on loan to PSG, wins the league. Won the so, league. You know, he, he was a PSG player, goes to Juventus, wins the league. Yeah. Okay, PSG, yeah, he goes to, to Bayern, ah, win the league. <laughs> yeah, I think, anyway, which, which major league is winning? So okay, it's just Spain now. Spain yeah, and England. It's just Spain and England, but he has won the leagues in every league he has played in. So, let's just... Imagine, imagine if he does it all. Imagine if he does it all. Um, I, I don't know Coman is aging. He's 27. He's 26. I'll be 27. Yeah. I, that is his prime. He just entered the prime. He has he has yeah. 29 trophies and he just entered his prime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
So we just have to say it here. Statistically, a player's prime is 27 to 31. Imagine if Hurricane found this out. Like, imagine giving Hurricane this information. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, imagine the um, imagine the banter because the banter because even the Clarice has a trophy now. Like, not just the Clarice. I saw <laughs> I saw one meme, yeah. I saw one meme, and then they were like, "The Clarice giving Hurricane his medals during England, <laughs> so he can wear." I know what it feels like. Anyway, that's, uh, let, that's let's wild. That's, that's quite wild. <laughs> so let's move on to PSG. Now, during... Okay, this is Monday. So last week, um, there was an interview by Kylian Mbappe. A very provocative interview, but we're not going to dwell on that. But basically, after the report came out that six PSG players, including a new signing. Now, Mbappe's case is very, very funny. But six six PSG players, including the new signing, had come out and said they were uncomfortable with his statements. Now, this is very funny because PSG wants to sell him so bad. And then the day reports came out that PSG wants to sell him, the next day he comes and says, you know what? I've always planned on staying at PSG for this season and then leaving on the free next summer. All right, you want to stay. No problem. And then suddenly... After the chairman says, you know what, we have to sell him. He comes out and says, ah, sometimes I just like to win. And then people think I'm obnoxious because I want to win. And yada, yada. So why did you say we wanted to stay at PSG in the first place? And it's creating a lot of tension. I don't know. I mean, I, I think we talked about this on the podcast. He, he signed a contract just last year. And we said, this is <laughs> the wrong move for everybody. For the player and for the club. Anyway. So, yeah, that's the matter for Kylian Mbappe. There's also the big matter of signings. <laughs> now, we mentioned that Liverpool, uh, sorry, PSG have signed Lucas Hernandez. PSG have signed Lance Kreiner. Um, PSG have signed, who else have they signed now? Ah, uh, Manuel Gatte, of course. Marco Asensio. There's one more player. Um, Ali Kang in. Yeah, Ali Kang in. So, that, that's it. <laughs> that's a lot of signings. Anyway, um, that's for PSG. <laughs> More to come, oh, more to come. More to come. Lionel Messi has left. Mbappé will most likely... FFP, where are you? FFP. When last did you hear that PSG sold players? Yeah, they did. When last did you hear that PSG sold players? Sorry? When last did you hear that PSG sold players? I mean, PSG lets Messi go. Messi... I think I I think I think um free your wage <laughs> allows you free free your wage bill allows you some signings if you there was there's a lot of stuff I read. We let we let Ronaldo go. We let Ronaldo go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we we did we use that wisely? I I I don't think we did. Yeah. What did, what did we use it to do? What did we use it to do? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyway. I think okay, I yeah, think go, go uh, yeah. I think I think PSG PSG they are they are very good with UEFA. Right? UEFA is is way more than happy to I have think... PSG because PSG PSG helped them when they were when these people were trying to do this whole uh Super League Super League thing. Yes. So 
PSG are in their good grace. I don't think PSG can do no wrong for like until this FIFA president leaves, like the UEFA president leaves. I don't think PSG can do any wrong. They are going to be very fine. Anyway, <laughs> what are your thoughts on Kylian Mbappe? That boy is a problem child. Like, <laughs> but I, I don't, I don't blame him. I understand where everybody is coming from, right? But you know, you cannot eat your cake and have it, right? You could yeah, have gotten that, your move. That's the point. This could have. Then you signed, before. you signed a new contract. But then PSG, on the other hand, could have sold him for the obscene amount of money that Real Madrid brought. Two hundred and something million, bro. Right? For somebody that had a year on his contract, they brought two hundred and something million, and you said no, right? What were you thinking that will happen, right? You people will live happily ever after. <laughs> anyway, so, do you have? Do you have? I think. Have, I think yeah. they both created. They both created Problem. this situation. Definitely. Right? Yes. So I don't. I don't blame anybody, right? I don't blame Mbappe for I blame both parties. Yes, they are, they are both to blame. They are both to blame for the situation, right? And the, the funny thing is that you cannot sell a player that does not want to go. You would have to terminate his contract and pay him all the money. That you're and that's him, a lot of money to right? pay him. So, is it that he terminates his contract because he can decide that he doesn't want to leave, right? But what I would advise PSG to do is, Mbappe cares about public opinion, you know, Involve the president like Liverpool did last time. You know, <laughs> threaten him with the national team. Have Zidane call him. You know, beg Zidane to call him and beg him to go because at the end of the day, if he says he's not going anywhere, he will not go anywhere, right? But then you cannot have Mbappe and not play him. The dressing room is going to turn upside down. Right? Yeah, because but, but be like, currently, the, the dressing room is uncomfortable with Mbappe. Yeah, true, true. And that, they will say this was affecting their performance. You put exactly. Mbappe on the bench, you are not happy to see him on the bench. Tell him, or else we will not focus. <laughs> anyway, do, you have, do you have any other thoughts before we um, close for today? Um, so, yeah, um, you will listen to this. You will listen to this tomorrow. Um, United have a game on Wednesday against Leeds United. I have something to say. Yeah, go I on. I have something to say. Oh, finish. I just have to say this. Like the way United treated the gear, it's, yes, it's it just the same thing. Very horrible. That I have been saying it over and over again. Right? This goes to our fan base and then even the ownership of the club. Right? These are players that they've given they've given a lot. Right? If you check since Alex Ferguson left, right? I think the gear has been the only top player in that side. Right, consistently top, right? From that time, I think let's say if you play games, even I'm sure the guy has been my United highest rated player for like the guy, the guy won't how many years now? Yeah, like it's people now act like you know, suddenly he's he's all this. He he got the golden glove last season, bro. Like, you know, no matter how you want to look at it. Right. If you were a horrible goalkeeper, you wouldn't win the Golden Globe because no matter how good the defense is, you know, you wouldn't get the Globe. Right. Like it, it, you perform badly enough to, you know, to ruin all the good work of the defense. He did that some, in, in some games, right? 
because of the way he was asked to play, right? And generally, you know, the team had some rough times last season, right? But you could know that the, the times that we went on this run, right, where we were winning games 1-0, right, and all that, is because yeah, we had solidity at the back. Yeah, he kept us in those games, right? So I don't think he deserved any of these. Like, I feel then, like, they're not... They now try to make it look like it was Ten Hag being ruthless. Bro, his contract expired. He wasn't sold. And right? then something, something I had, something I still have an issue with is how much hate he received from the fans. Yeah. I mean, like, he could say... He could leave and still, like, you know, not yes. get all this hate. He's leaving already, bro. I like, mean, I mean, he's I, leaving. I, I, I had been very vocal from even last season. I think from even the season before that, that we cannot play the way the Hag wants to play with Digia. But there is no reason to hate someone who has dedicated 12 years of his life and the best of his services to this club. Yeah, like, and they act like he... he the girl is, is a talent, right, of his generation. Because when the girl came into the limelight, it was all about shortstopping and he was... He was... He was and is From phenomenal. From I've ever seen in right? my life. Yes, I'm sure stopping. You could you could see like clips where they said like the gear could save the Titanic. You get and fast forward it a few years later, right? It's now like you know he's he's been this horrible, awful, yeah. you know, because the game has changed now, because right? Because the game is, the game is now about playing. Him. Like yeah, like I thought I don't I don't really I know. Like, I was like, there's no... So, I think sometime last month, there was one report that came out that United had um, had taken a U-turn and are negotiating with the guy again. And then someone said some very abusive stuff. And I was like, first of all, the journalist in question is never reliable. And why are you abusing him? Can you not... And people, people forget a lot of times that footballers are human beings. And you will not want to be subject to this kind of abuse. I am telling you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and pe- people are paid what they are worth. Right? This is something that people don't don't understand. Right? If these people are paying are being paid more than you, right, in astronomical figures, it's because they make the club more money than you do, right? Or than you currently will, will be able to do for the club. Right? So they are not actually because they, these clubs are not stupid. Right, like we might see a wage that they give a player and then be like, Oh no, this wage is too much, right? But you think they're not making the money back, right? At least you get like mm-hmm. these players are getting what are getting what they the same way that you would feel. Let's say, let's say you're earning like 100k in Naira, you get, and then a particular month they now decide, Oh, we are going to be paying you, we are going to be paying you 80k. Right, we are going to pay you 80k so that we will employ somebody else so that you people will be too doing the job. Right, you will not feel good about it now, regardless of right. To some people, your 100k, which is small to you, is big to them. They'll be like, Ah, you're even any 100k, and you're angry that they want to give you eight. Right, see me now, I'm not even making up to 5k in my own job. You get people's the way they feel about situations is based on what they are worth, right. 
you know, giving him a contract that he accepted and then taking it away last minute is not how you treat a Man United legend, right? And there's no amount of social media PR that is going to cover it up because they've been posting the gear for how many days now? Thank yeah. you, legend. Thank you, this. Do this, this. These are that. Posting all the messages. If you saw Bruno Fernandez reply, he was like, this, this should have been done in front of the fans, right? There's no way you will allow somebody that has played how many years at the club. He has the record number of games for a goalkeeper for Man United. Record number of right? clean sheets. Oh, the record number of clean sheets, right? And then this is how you send it. You let his contract expire. He doesn't get to say goodbye to the fans because this is something that should have been decided before the end of the season. Yes. Right? You won't be continuing with us. You know, get a proper farewell. Right, it's not like they paid him anything extra since after June. So what? What was the whole point? Let this man go. Like tell him, the fans, the fans will not have to be dragged in because everybody wants Onana now, and they're angry at the guy because you know they feel like he's the one blocking them from having Onana, right? So like, don't even create that situation. You want a new goalkeeper, right? Just make sure of that, and then let this guy just say bye bye, right? Let him right. say bye bye to it's the time for us to say bye bye. <laughs> it's been yeah, 50 before, minutes thank you <laughs> before, before our listeners get angry yeah so thanks for listening <laughs> bye bye yeah thanks guys